Okay, so your girl is back in the building doing episode six of season two. Cheer, 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 cheer. Anyways, anyhow, anywho, this episode is going to be about staying in your lane. But how are you going to stay in your lane if you don't know what your lane is? I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Now, all this talk about building, right? All this talk about building is making me think about how everybody is building something, whether they know it or not. And so if you know what you're building, you have an advantage. Why? Because then you know what lane to stay in when you're driving on the road. Also, when you're driving on the road, you know your destinations, plural. You know your exits. You know when you're going to need to get off on your exit. When you're going to have to pass the exit because that's not where you're supposed to get off. You're going to know how to get back on, when to get back on. You're going to know how to detour when you see construction signs and all kinds of orange cones and different things popping up that even GPS doesn't know about. I don't know about how many of you have to have... um, yeah, have gone through that where, you know, turn your little GPS and you think you got the whole little, little, you know what I'm saying, little, little uh, directions all mapped out literally. And yeah, GPS be like, yeah, turn here, turn there. And the road be like, be a dead end or be construction or yeah. Anyway, so all I'm saying is, you know, that's how life is. Even technology can't save you. But if you know where you're going, you can navigate around different roadblocks in your way. Now watch this. You're not the only person on the road, right? Okay. I don't know how this became about driving, but anyways, I'm going to roll with it. Roll with it. Get it rolling. Okay. Anyway, um, you're not the only person on the road, right? So sometimes there's people in lanes beside you, in front of you, behind you, crossing into your lane, crossing out of your lane, uh, cutting you off, riding your bumper. I say all that to say you're going in the same direction, but only for so long. And you have to be able to maneuver around these people that are riding on the same road as you so that you can get to where you need to be. Ah, that's the end of the episode. No, it's not. I'm just getting started. I'm just warming up out here in these streets. I'm just warming up. Now, I have something quick to say that y'all probably not going to believe me. Um, I remember riding on 95 going south in Miami, Dade County. Okay. And I'm glad I had a witness of this. I was rolling with my big sis, right? Now, I believe this highway was about five lanes. I, can't, I haven't been there in a while, so I can't remember if it's four or five. I want to say it was five. Um, and then, you know, they got the sun pass lane and all that good stuff. But anyhow, anywho, you won't believe this. Now, if anybody knows 95 or any highway for that matter, but especially 95, nobody travels under 75, 70 miles per hour. Okay. We average about 75 miles per hour on that freeway. I, so I want you to picture this, that the, the freeway is full. It's not bumper to bumper, but it's full. Every lane is full front, back, side to side, but we're not bumper to bumper. How about there was a car? I don't even know how this was possible, but there was on a there was a car on 95 South going north, zigzagging around traffic, going full speed somehow, some way. Somehow 
there was no car accident, at least not while I was on the freeway. But my sister witnessed this. We were like, how in the world? And what in the world is this car doing? I mean, I didn't see any cops speeding behind this car. It just was this one car going the opposite way. Like, what in the world? Anyway, I say that to say you will run into people that are going against you. Oh, come on, somebody and preach. Yep, I'm about to go there. I'm about to go there. Actually, I have no clue where I'm going. But anyways, um, at least not my exact words. I know my destination and the message, but I don't have my exact words. They're coming to me as I'm speaking. So there will be people that are coming against you. Okay. And they'll also be coming against the traffic around you. Now we know that that's accident prone, right? But if you are an excellent driver and you know where you are going and you are in, how could I say an offensive driver, an aggressive driver in a safe way, meaning like, you know how to, you have ideas in mind on how to safely get around certain accident prone scenarios. Now you're going to need to do that when these people are coming against you with whatever their agenda is and whatever they're building. Because if you don't, you all can collide and crash and whatever you're building could be torn down. Whatever they're building could be torn down. But guess what? What if that other person doesn't know what they're building? What if this other person doesn't even care that much about what they're building? And what if they're not invested that much in what they're building and they don't really care how reckless they are? So you got to watch out for folk like that. Okay? Because if you care anything about what you are building and you care anything about your destination and what this final product should look like, then you need to be extra careful about who's navigating around you so that you can navigate around them and you get to where you need to be. Because another thing that can happen, not only could your building be destroyed, but they can actually get you to come on to what they're building. And next thing you know, you've lost your whole plan. You've lost your whole blueprint because you started building what they were building. So be sure, be clear, be specific about what you're building and stick to it. Now, that's not to say you can't change your mind in the process, right? But let it be because you found that it wasn't edifying to you, to making you a better person. I'm all about building up character, just just so we're clear here, okay? I'm all about building up character and using outside resources around you. I'm also a proponent of contributing to other people building something similar or related to you. Because you reap what you sow, okay? So if you want people to give to you, you should be giving to others as well. Don't just be one of these people out here that's just taking, 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 taking to build. Because then you're going to end up building by yourself and you're going to end up on your lonesome. And what good is a building by yourself to enjoy it by yourself if you don't have anybody to enjoy it with, I don't know. I mean, I, I maybe kind of, kind of sound like I was contradicting myself because I said enjoying it by yourself. But um, you can only enjoy some things by yourself for so long. At least that's my belief. OK, I think there needs to be a balance in life. And for the simple fact that we need each other to help build to some degree, unless you want to stay in that same place for the rest of your life. And I don't know too many human beings that don't want to evolve, whether it's for bad or for good. I think most human beings want to grow and love the idea of novelty. Um, 
even though you should not be a slave to novelty, because if you get too strung out and addicted on novelty and wanting newness all the time, you won't be able to bask in and appreciate your fruit that you just worked so hard to get to bloom. Okay, so there should be a balance of wanting something new and not being strung out at all or addicted to newness. Okay, but having a balance of wanting something new, having the patience to build something new, and while at the same time cherishing and nurturing and appreciating and basking in what you already have. That is how you can be present and and I think take uh, the most advantage of happiness. Um, There's another word I'm looking for, but to take advantage of the most happiness in your life. I repeated exactly what I just said, trying to come up with the words that I was looking for. I can't quite pull it from the back to from the back to the front of my tongue. What I'm trying to say here, optimize. I like the word optimize. I think I think I want to say that you want to be able to optimize and seize the day, juicing all the happiness you can out of what's around you to give you life, to create life while at the same time pouring back into those things. So there is what some people call a give and take, but I want to call a give and a receive because see, taking to me implies and infers that you are uh, aggressing. I just kind of made that term up upon something. And I don't like the idea of pouncing on something and um, yeah, just juicing something where there's nothing left in it and then how can that person grow and and build and what have you so that's that's not what I mean about that but anyways back to this whole idea of knowing your destination and knowing what you are building in the context of relationships in the context of dating in the context of what I like to say interacting with people um I would add that You want to be very keen and very specific about how you're discerning. And discerning doesn't have to be some abstract idea of of a way of being in life, okay? It can just be something, and not that it can be, it is just a basic way of applying knowledge properly, appropriately, being wise, Okay, and how this person in front of you or the people around you are moving. If you have a keen eye to what they're building, you can find out right away how much time and what you may need to put in, contribute or invest in them to help them out along the way without losing yourself and also to see how they can help you. But again, If you are blind to what you're building and you are blind to what they're building, you end up doing what a lot of people do, which is living in your lower nature of just being pleased and going after anything and everything that pleases you, which means you end up being driven by your feelings and not driven by, again, wisdom. We want feeling to be included, but we don't want it to be the leader. We don't want it to be the driving force because that's where your lower nature can get impulsive 
And it can cause you to do what I like to call eating from a blade, where you will be in this survival mode, this lack mindset, this deficit mindset of just wanting to be pleased in the moment while this very thing that's feeding you can be killing you. Again, killing your dreams, killing your aspirations, killing your motivations, killing what you're building. And you may not feel it right away, but eventually that blade will cut deep enough where you'll just be lying there lifeless trying to figure out how to pick yourself back up while they'll be gone on with their day. Okay, because some people, and I'll just say the enemy, and he wants to use a lot of people and places and things to kill the dreams and aspirations and motivation and life inside of you. And once they've done that, they have they will go on because their mission is fulfilled. See, so again, some people are building death. Some people are building life. Okay, that could be spiritual or physical. You got to watch out these days around, you know, watch your surroundings, watch what's around you. Okay, watch how people are moving around you. So I know people um, have talked a lot about on different social platforms, having your questions ready. Okay, having, you know, in mind what you want to know, what type of data that you want to collect. And you have to be very wise about it. Why? Because at the end of the day, you have both people wanting to preserve themselves. And if they find out that they can't use you to build and they are a selfish human being, someone who's only thinking about how they can receive, guess what? They're going to put up a bigger mask so that they can get from you because they don't want you to get away when they already know that you have something they need. So you have to watch out for those people. Be very, 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 very keen and careful about the information that you want to give away that this person can have an advantage over you. You want to be as wise as possible with the exchange of giving of information and make sure you don't give out what you aren't willing to lose. Just like when it comes to gambling. Okay. If you're a wise gambler, I don't know that there's a such thing, but I'm just going to say that for the sake of time in this conversation. Um, everything has some form of risk to it. Okay. So gambling in that sense, everything has some form of risk and you have to have some level of faith, which you're stepping out on. And while you're doing that, you have to be wise about what you're putting out. If what you're putting out is going to cost your whole building, yeah, that might not be a wise decision to put that information out there. If you know that a certain information can cause you to go into depression if it's not received well or if it's stomped and trampled over, then you probably don't want to put that information out there. You have to be vulnerable and open in stages. I've, that's a, a, a big model that I learned from a coach that I listen quite frequently to on Clubhouse. His name is Coach R. Anthony on Clubhouse, if you want to check him out. They also have a website, shameless, website, shameless plug, uh, Date Like a Wife. Now, that doesn't sound like, it's not what it sounds like. It doesn't mean to give all these wifely benefits to somebody who's not your husband or vice versa. They also have a date like a husband uh, a set of curriculum as well. It's all on their date like a wife uh, website. But anyhow, anywho, oh, and right along, shameless plug with his wife, Coachy Lulu. Okay, just the same thing like with the date like a husband. Okay, it's not about 
giving up all that you have to someone that's not in covenant with you. It's already having those characteristics and showing those characteristics in stages so that you are not losing your whole self to someone who may not be a match for you. Again, when I talk about match, I don't mean someone being exactly like you. I'm talking about somebody who compliments you, someone who can build with you. And when I say build with, meaning someone who can be a help and a support and not try to tear down what you are building. That is what I'm referring to. So let me give a little bit more concrete examples since I've been quite figurative and metaphoric and analogistic here. I just made up that word again, uh, made up another word. Um, so let's say somebody is building, I'll start, I'll start with, uh, I'll say a career of wanting to have nonprofit organizations that, uh, will, that will be ran internationally to give, um, needs to developing countries that need fresh water, that need uh, clothing, that need shoes. That's a part of clothing. Um, Coming up with this off the top of my head. That need uh, food, that need shelter. Okay, so I'm just stop right there. Well, you need to see if the person that you're interacting with is okay with either flying, traveling internationally with you or being okay with you traveling without them or being okay with you spending a lot of time with your business to make sure it's running. And if that person is not interested in doing that work with you or supporting you with that and their work is something completely different, Well, then that's a prime example of a person that even though they may have great character, they may they they may not be a match for your building because they're going to end up working against it. And that can open the door to cheating because you might want somebody who is more supportive than the person that you're with to be riding by your side. Okay, and you also want somebody who's like your cheerleader, someone who's motivational and inspiring to you, let you know you can do it when rough times come up and even before rough times come up. Someone who can acknowledge your strengths and acknowledge your skills and help you maybe um, network or get resources to, to push your business. Okay, so if that person isn't willing to do that because they don't share the same interest or they want to put a lot of time into something polar opposite, They are not going to be able to help you and you're going to need someone else by your side to help you. And I tried to make that very um, non, if that's a word, gender biased, non-gender biased. So anyhow, anywho, I'll come up with another example of building. Let's say you are strong in your faith as a believer in Jesus Christ. Let's say you want to do work in ministry in churches, or maybe even in one church in particular. And that's going to take up a lot of your time, whatever you're deciding to do there. Maybe you wanna be a teacher there. Maybe you want to be a counselor there. Uh, Maybe you want to be someone who is over um, the, I don't wanna call it entertainment, but 
the the music ministry. And so you are putting together uh, lots of shows where people are going to be coming out to see the dancers and the choirs and, you know, those playing the instruments unto the Lord, of course. And so if you put if you're putting all your time and energy into that, but the person you are interacting with or quote unquote dating does not share the same faith as you does is not interested in supporting you in your ministry then again no matter how great the character is you all are not you don't have the same interest of building they can't help you build nor can they support you building nor can they cheer you on whatever part whatever part or critical piece that is needed to help somebody build won't be done whatever capacity that is i know there are different couples out here there's some people that want to be in business together and share 50 50 there are some people out here who they want to run the business by themselves and they only want a cheerleader but regardless of what capacity you want to do the building for your vision you still need somebody who is either interested or very supportive and has a lifestyle that will allow the time to help you with whatever you're asking them to help you with. Do I need to bring up another example? I will do one more example so you get what I'm saying here at 21 minutes left. Well, not left, but have gone by with about, you know, I like to finish within 30 or less. Um, So let's give another example of building. Let's say someone is just a serial entrepreneur and they want to own as many businesses as possible because they have a certain financial goal they want to reach. Well, that individual is not going to want somebody who is always spending money, or at least I wouldn't think that they would want to link up with someone who's always spending money. They would probably want somebody who's more of a saver, someone who knows how to invest, and someone who will support them with all their businesses. I'm not sure that two serial entrepreneurs can work together unless their lifestyles of maybe Maybe they have a lifestyle where they don't need to be in each other's spaces all the time. I guess that can work for them. But if you want the support of your spouse and see that that goes back to how much to what capacity of support do you want your mate to provide you with? So keep that in mind, too, with your building. But again, back to the serial entrepreneur having um, having a financial goal. Well, if you don't want to save and you don't want to invest as much and you don't have the same spending habits and you don't care for helping them reach that financial goal well then you're not going to be that's an easy one you're not I don't think that would be a good fit for someone who has a financial goal they want to reach and they're a serial entrepreneur not only that but you have to be I believe you would need someone who has a flexible mind who doesn't need to just support off of passion and interest because what if all these businesses that this person wants to open up, the other person isn't interested in, so therefore they don't want to put their time into that. Okay, well then that would be a hindrance to helping this serial entrepreneur to build their vision. So there's a lot of small kinks that people need to work out 
I believe, before they go into the interacting, what I would like to say, um, or dating field, pursuing, being, being open to being pursued in terms of looking for someone to have a lifelong relationship with, whether that's marriage or not. Of course, I'm a proponent of holy matrimony. I had to just shameless plug that uh, belief. But again, we have to keep this in mind when talking about what we bring to the table, because I've mentioned in one of my early episodes, as much as that is a buzz term, bringing what you bring to the table, you can think you bring something to the table for another individual. But keep in mind that if what you're building or what you're interested in supporting to build and that person doesn't have that, that person is building something opposite of what you're interested in supporting or what your lifestyle or your schedule fits, then it's not going to work out. And therefore you bring nothing to the table for them to um, receive from or have any value for, if that makes sense. It does not make you less valuable as a person. You fit in somewhere in life. You just got to, again, find your lane, stay in your lane and know when you fit into somebody's lane or when they fit into yours. Final thought before I end here. Another thing if that we need to keep in mind, if we don't know where we fit, sometimes people will just use you as a fill-up station, as a quick pit stop, and then you'll be left feeling empty when they go on because they have found out before you found out that you really have no long-term or lifelong value to their life and their vision of what they're building. And that would be quite dangerous if they spot that before you and you just start pouring out and pouring out to help this person because you think that you are going to fit with them or they're going to fit with you and you are wrong about that, they will eventually, after they get their fill up, after they get their pit stop satisfied and their quick rest from whatever you gave them, they're going to go on and not think twice about you. They're going to start planning their exit. And just like people do with jobs, They won't tell you that they're done with you right away. They will do what I've heard somebody say on Clubhouse before. Corey Hughes likes to say this. Um, He likes to say, and some other people, I believe, um, hopefully I'm not misquoting him. I hear so many people on Clubhouse. That people will fire you and keep you working. Don't be that guy. And don't be that gal. I'm ending on that note. Know your lane, stay in your lane, stick to your vision, be clear and specific on your vision of what you want to support to build or what you are building and know the capacity of how you want to support someone and how much you want to be building. Signing off. See ya when I see ya. Or should I say, speak to you when I speak to you. I beat my 30 minute mark. Holla.